0: I want to welcome uh, Roy English, a.k.a. Jaguar Twin, uh, to the In My Fields podcast. Uh, he's an amazing singer, songwriter, record producer, has a ton of records out. Um, and I would say pretty much on the cusp of a spiritual guru, too. I know you host like meditation sessions and spiritual stuff and, you know, pretty much what we talk about on the show. And um, Roy hit me up on Instagram. I mean, I've known Roy for, for quite a while through... You know, music channels. And, you know, he signed to Sony TV, which is where I used to work. Um, And he sent me a beautiful message, just, um, and it really resonated with me. So I invited him on the show. Um, And how we usually start, Roy, is, you know, thoughts, feelings, emotions on the inside create your outside exterior. So how are you feeling right now?
1: Right now, you know, it's so funny. Normally doing something like a podcast or even just like talking to people in general. Uh, there's like this sense of like social anxiety, like what am I going to say? Do I have anything to say? And it's so funny feeling and seeing your emotions bloom and then where they kind of come from. Um, It's like for much of my life, I have felt like I have nothing to say. So why would anyone want to talk to me? And, and, and kind of tracing that back in, in the last few years of like, wow, you know, creating that reality um, in my life has led me, you know, for a long time in a direction that I, I didn't really want to be going. Um, but then realizing that it's just like, well, when you just tell the truth, you have nothing to worry about it. And so that's what I'm, that's what I'm feeling now is just this like sense of, of kind of like joy being here with you. And it's like, let's, let's talk and let's have a conversation um, about some cool stuff.
0: and 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 for me that's what life is about you know i've um it's i mean that's why i'm happy you're on the show because i feel like i can super dive in spiritually on some certain aspects um but it's funny you said that uh, you know because a ton of people i mean i've invited a ton of artists on the show most of them have said no probably because of the fact that they're they're, they're kind of scared of what they'll say um
1: the wrong thing and then it's like wrong thing yeah or or you know whatever and it's like let's stop that like this whole cancel thing let's let's see what the person's trying to articulate and 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 that's the beautiful thing about speech and and having a conversation is you might say something that's dumb or wrong or straight up wrong and having that conversation though then allows you to be like oh man i got to rethink that you know i was off and and the person on the other side of the conversation can maybe point that out
0: yeah uh, Exactly. It's funny because I, I, I've known a ton of artists who have, you know, quote unquote, this, this canceled culture by saying the wrong thing. And, and, you know, cause me, you know, I step back, I, you know, I'm not into politics. I'm not really, I don't know what's going on in the outside world. I don't watch the news. I'm kind of solely focused on the people around me and exactly what's in my zone um, and more focused on solutions rather than the actual issue. Um, but I mean that, that whole cancel culture for me is just, it's horrible. Like even the comments I see, you know, someone will say a bad thing or a thing that they aren't really educated on. So instead of bringing the kind of solution and education, it just this downward spiral. And, you know, it puts me into a perspective of like, how is society and, and you know, what are we doing here? Like, what what's the overall goal of us as humans on this planet? And, you know, we're not separate from nature. We are nature itself. So that's obviously the, the main thing. But yeah, for me, it's, it's just, it puts me in such a deep space space or depressed space that i'm just i don't operate it like that anymore i can't do it i, I don't watch it you know I, I completely remove myself from it and even you know you know in music it's like this whole rat race of you know we have to have a hit we have to have this we have to have that and as i've removed myself from that it's coming a lot easier for me because i'm not stressing about the rat race i'm letting the rat race go but knowing the fact that for me there's enough in the world for everyone
1: Yes. It's, it's, it's abundance. And, and you see like, where is this kind of, um, you know, we've seen recently, like there's so much division, like, and, and everyone sees it and feels it. And it's, it's almost like, even if you're on the say, um, well, I guess everyone is going to think that they're on the right side. Um, not in the terms of right or left, but like the correct side. Um, had an interesting conversation with a friend around this, and and they were they saw like a they were driving along the freeway, and there was a sign, and it said you know some terrible thing you know that that shouldn't maybe be out in public, and I don't I don't remember exactly what it said, something racist or you know whatever, and they were like are so angry and rightly so. But then what they what they proceeded to do is then take a picture of that as they were driving blasted on social media and then like write this really hateful thing about, you know, whatever. And it's like there, there there's a there's a there is a time to be angry and there's lots to be angry about. But also the solution is not to then put more anger out into the world or then people who rightfully so feel this like, oh, my gosh, this is so wrong. And it is wrong. But are then putting that negative energy back out into the world, reflecting it back to the person it started from, because the person who wrote that sign, we don't even know who that person was, and then all of a sudden it grows and grows and grows and and it's like there's a mechanism to that where then things can be overturned and changed. and I think we're seeing that too. Um, but it's like being very careful uh of how we we let our emotions uh drive things and 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 letting them be in solution-based and internal how do i change my internal stuff? how do i look at the world now and go wow there are a lot of things i need to work on and see and i never saw this perspective before now i need to look at that and where does that exist inside of myself but uh, it's such a hard it's such a hard um line i i feel like
0: mm-hmm. i think i think the majority of it is is um I mean, you know, an example is, you know, we recently, you know, COVID has been everywhere. Um, I haven't been consumed by it. So I don't, you know, I just recently learned that LA, I guess is opening back up. Cause I've seen people at restaurants and stuff. Um, but I wouldn't know otherwise. And apart from the people in the UK, which have, which have it bad. And you know, we had some family members who recently passed from COVID um, and you see, you know, you know, you have to be strong, you know, that that's kind of the, key. you have to, you know, during grief, you have to do this, you have to do that. And I'm like, the whole point in being human is to feel and is to allow those feelings to come in and pass through you. The difference between the consuming and, and and attracting that extra to you, that's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about if you feel grief, feel it. Feel it 100%. Don't fight it. That's where the the stress and the anxieties come from. You know, if you feel something, just feel it. If you feel love, feel it 100%. You know, if you feel anxious, that's okay too. Feel it.
1: Yes question. Right that feeling is so freeing. I mean, I, I just recently went through uh, a breakup and it was like this, you know, it was a girl I thought I was gonna marry and have a family with. And it was out of nowhere, out of out of the complete blue. And it was so interesting, you know, over the past few years, just diving into um You know, learning about myself, that's truly like what I'm like, what, who am I, what, and, and, and what am I made of? What am I capable of? And, and who am I in relationship to others? And, you know, there's so much of, of, you know, along the path of knowing that of like, well, this other person, any other person, but, it's, uh, but even more apparently in a romantic relationship, it's like, that is a reflection of me. And so when this person goes, I need to go out and explore and, and, and live this journey and you've lived so much life and you've done so many things. And I haven't done that yet. It was this kind of like, it was this test of being like, okay, I need to practice what I preach and see this person as, as myself as 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 myself looking back at myself and and her expansion will be my expansion um whatever happens in the future i know that it's good and um but but it's not this blocking off of emotions. Like, I don't feel sadness anymore. It's like, I felt deep sorrow, man. Like 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 weeping. And I felt like I was losing, like so many things came up like in, in the silent spaces that I created afterwards. And in my meditations of like, I felt like I was losing a family member. Like, and I saw my mom and my dad and like, well, they're not gonna be here forever. And nobody's here forever. None of us are here forever. So what what I found in that time was, wow, I feel such deep sadness. And then, okay, if emotions are indicators of things. So what is the indicator? Well, it's an indicator. There's there's polarity in everything. So this is, say, a negative polarity. Well, what's the positive polarity? Wow, I experienced a great love. I experienced so much great joy. I I lost who I was for so many years. And And even when we met, I was completely lost and twisted and backwards and and pursuing like pursuing music but from a place of i wanted to be validated i wanted to be successful i was writing lyrics that i thought other people would want to hear writing songs i thought other people would want to hear and it wasn't just like what is my true expression who am i how do i talk like i was embarrassed of my speaking voice i was embarrassed of the way i looked like all these crazy Irrational things but this person who I was in became in a relationship with for you know four or five years saw like my inner child and was like this isn't who you are and she lovingly like helped me to see who I was again, and it was like this breakup was wow. I I remembered who I was again through this, and now they're going and I'm going and we're on these two different paths. But I'm so thankful and blessed that our paths collided and, and every person we interact with like can be that, even if it's just someone at the grocery store and you look at them in the eyes like, wow, like you're a part of me because everyone's a part of everyone. Um, and learning from that and and especially in like deep sorrow and sadness, anxiety and depression, like things that I've so much um, struggled with, especially in the past, like so deeply where like, there are moments of, of like, I, I just couldn't go to the grocery store. Cause I, I just didn't want anyone to look at me or talk at me. Like that's looking on that. I'm like, why? And, and, you know, a lot of it, at least for me, what I've unpacked is like really not knowing who I am. Um, but anyway, like with, with the relationship, just feeling like these emotions um, any emotions are indicators of something on another side, and I think there's so much freedom in that. And but still allowing yourself to feel that that sorrow is important.
0: Yeah. It's. I mean, that that was beautiful. I mean, in terms of because everyone who's listening to this show has suffered some form of heartbreak, heartbreak, so can completely relate. Um, I know when I went through it, you know, I was in a relationship for so long, and then it's then it ended, and then you're like, well, again, like, who the fuck am I? You know, because you, you, this is where a point where I wasn't really living my truth. You're living for that person. You're you're kind of changing who you are for them, um. Just as they're probably changing who they are for you too, um. And then it's just like whoa, it's that silence of yourself. Um. But now I can I can look back because I because I like who I am now. Like you know, to a point where I'm I'm starting to really love who I am and who I'm becoming. So therefore, I love every good or bad thing that's ever happened to me. I love, you know, every single situation, whether it, I perceive it as good or bad, because I wouldn't What if one of those situations wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't be where I am now. Yes, And that's the beauty of it. You know, we're born into circumstances to learn, but nothing is predetermined. The people, you know, spiritually speaking, the people you're born with, you have, you know, you know, agreements with, you know, the mom, the dad, the, the brother, the sister, the, you know, whoever to be in contact but nothing is predetermined you can change your future now um and i love that you brought that up and it's it's funny when i was heartbroken i listened to a ton of depressing music because i kind of realized back then and i mean i was 25 which i felt like a baby then it's like 11 years ago um and it made me a moat so deep and so intense that i feel like it went away quicker
1: Oh, yeah, man. I was just blasting Coldplay (laughs) in my kitchen, (laughs) crying with my headphones on. Just like, but like,
0: I'm a Damien Rice man. So that was like, you know,
1: (laughs) guys, yes. That
0: was like the depressive times.
1: Yes, man. I mean, Coldplay has some triumphant themes in there too. Oh, my God. The emotion.
0: Yeah, the emotion. So I, I just want to take it back a little, Um, you know, wh- where did it all start for you? Music in, in a sense, like where did that start from you? Where did your energy lean towards that or the focus, should I say, or both?
1: I, I think, I think music and really any creative, um, creative path, like I'm, I'm just seeing so much now that there are really ways to, I would say like, for for people to expand their consciousness or even just like beyond that it's just like to know themselves and and everyone's kind of higher self has this like hey if you do it this way you can probably learn a lot and it's not necessarily about the success or the the thing like the thing is not really the thing um i mean when i was when i was really little i really wanted to be an actor um you know like i'm talking like five or six like really really little um and you know it's some this is something that i've un, i unpacked recently um doing kind of like shadow work and um, with shadow work is kind of like where you go into those dark places of yourself. I'm sure you know about this, but for people listening, um, you go into these dark places, um, sort of like your subconscious where there's good things, but there's also bad things that you've kind of hidden away and and looking at these, sometimes they're past traumas or, or lies you believed. Um, but for me, I, I, I was in a meditation and I saw this so clear and I hadn't thought about it for a long time, but when I was about five or six, I really wanted to act, um, And my parents, uh, there was like a ballet class or or they just told me it was a dance class. And my mom was like, well, if you want to act like maybe you should learn how to dance. And I was like, yeah, like so stoked, so happy. I have my little blonde bowl cut. And then, so I went out, I bought my tights, I bought my tap shoes, I bought like, you know, the whole, the whole get up. And I was so excited like to dance because I love dancing around the house and, 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 you know, singing and whatever, um, and so I started going to ballet class, and I loved it. I loved it so much. And 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 I didn't realize that I was the only boy in the class until you know a few weeks went by, and then the the little girls in the class started being like, "You're not a real boy. Why are you even here?" <laughs> you know? And then I was like, "Wait, wait, what?" And and you know, it was a small private Christian school, and and even within there, there was like you know, some of the parents maybe were like, oh, he shouldn't be here. And my parents were not that way at all. My parents were like, do what you want. But, but anyway, it, it came to a point where I, I went home one day to my mom and they said, I'm never going to dance again. And I don't want to act. And, and my, my mom was like, she's like, I was heartbroken, but she's like, I'm not going to force you to do it. So I didn't do it. But what was so interesting about that is, for most of my adult life, I didn't dance because of that, and I didn't know why. Like even into my late twenties, when like I would just go to um, you know some place where dancing was occurring, I'd be like,
0: "Oh, you were one oh, of those like, guys."
1: Yeah, yeah, but like the like, <laughs> you head, like, and I didn't know why. And and even with acting, I said like, "I'm never going to act. I'm not, and whatever." But my point with all that is is my higher self or whatever you want to call it right was kind of like well there's this thing music which you can also know yourself if you go down and that will also be a path to get you and i think there's there's uh, there's infinite paths to get you to knowing yourself and i think the creative world um you know to do anything creative well you have to know yourself and you have to like um be truthful with who you are because if you're not people have a bullshit meter man like like and and i and i've and i've made so much bullshit like just just being honest um whether that was for others or for myself and like people know and and i and i don't i don't feel like you really can make it as a true artist without doing something that matters to you and 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 like really really believing that it matters and it can be anything you know like if you're if you're a true expression and you're going to the club and you're and you're like having fun there and you're going out and and having sex with a bunch of people and drinking and like that's cool that's fine if that's what you're really doing and that's what you want to express do that and if that's who you are but if you're not doing that and then you're singing about doing that there's going to be a really strange disconnect and people aren't going to believe it but like in my expression that's not really what i gravitated towards and that doesn't even mean that that's wrong or bad or whatever that's just not what my expression is gravitated towards So singing about things now that are like, I really feel passionate about these things has been such an unlock of telling the truth. And and what is the truth? What is the truth from my lens, from my perspective? Because everyone has their own perspective also. And it's so important that we see and value everyone's unique perspective. And especially if everyone, and and I, I see this happening, beginning to tell the truth more from their own perspectives. It's so important because that's how we see. like the truth is like a sphere. It's not one-sided or two-sided. It's a sphere, and you have to have everyone's lens to see to see the whole thing. That's why a conversation like this is so beautiful because it's like we're coming at it from different angles from different places, from different walks of life. but like we're co-creating every moment and the conversation with anybody else on the on the different side, it's going to go in different directions even if even if i just talked the whole time i would still talk differently because your consciousness is linked with mine and and vice versa and i think that's such a beautiful thing and also another tangent i don't remember why we started talking about this but
0: <laughs> yeah. but that's the beauty in it i mean it's open conversations and it's it's honest you know it's truthful and that that's how i i live my life now um, and it's funny you said that about the, 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 dancing thing. Cause we've, I mean, we've all experienced that in some form of life, whether it's any other situation it could be anything. Um, you know, and it's, and for example, you know, the parents or the children it's it's their own insecurities within themselves projecting on you. And my only advice for anyone now who's, you know, cause we we all live in an opinionated world and, you know, opinions can resonate with us even though we try hard not to, is other people's opinions of you is not your business yes. it's their own and it's only their own reflections and it's funny you said about you wanted to be a dancer uh, an actor sorry um it, my uh my earliest memory of wanting to do something was I wanted to be a Chippendale wow yeah which is like and you just sparked that memories because I never knew what I wanted to do forever like never I mean no one really knows you know if I did know I, I'd be there um and I remember, I, I think it was because my mom was a single parent with five kids. So I was raised by my mom. So I have, I have a, a distinct and enact uh, respect for women. You know, it, when I used to go out to clubs and bars, if it was a one night stand, it would be like we were in a relationship for that one night. You know, if it fizzled out, that's fine. But you, there was a respect there. Um, so very early on, you know, in the playground, kids being very early, my earliest memory, I've always had like a, a girlfriend. And, you know, th- those type of kids would be like, you know oh you know oh you've got a girlfriend and some kids would be like "Ooh, no girls no i was like yes Yes. absolutely that's me and i remember it came on the tv like an advert for chippendales and i saw these guys muscle muscle men and all these women like flocking to them and i was like that's i want that (laughs) that's me that's me and i was like you just sparked that memory and i was like wow and but it was a fun memory it wasn't like a you know and then after, you know, after a few, you know, a year or so, you're like, eh, actually, this isn't for me. I'm going to go the, a different route. Um, uh, <laughs> I want to dive back in on kind of the, the music aspect, because because I, I, I've seen you grow and I've seen you spiritually grow, emotionally grow, you know, truthfully grow. And you're right. You know, as a songwriter, you know, you wear a different hat to, you know, you as as an artist, um, which is okay. You know, I know so many songwriters who want to write for other people and specifically write what they think the person would hear. And usually anyone who's trying to get into songwriting, I would say the majority of the hits, unless you're like Max Martin, who works on a song for like forever, majority of hits that I know that come from people is usually when they write it like super easy. There's not a stress. There's not a struggle. It's like, a, oh, I wrote that in 30 minutes. Never thought it was going to be a hit. And then boom, Because it's not, you know, it's like a, a let me put it into perspective. Um, If I think about someone and, and then they send you a text or they call you, you're like, oh, that's an unresisted thought. I wonder what that person's doing. There's no resistance to that. And now put into perspective how much resistance you actually have towards daily things, whether it's getting up in the morning or going to sleep at night or, you know, going in the office or doing this work or taking that meeting or did it, there's resistance towards everything. And me, as a person now, and I'm trying to teach everyone else to unravel that resistance, let it go, yes,
1: yes, that's so big and and the resistance like it's it's almost like uh unraveling that resistance is like a building your trust with yourself because it's like even something so small like if if you say "I'm not gonna eat chocolate today," and then you eat chocolate, it's like, well, I can't trust myself. (laughs) And it's so tiny, but it's like, there are these little tests of like building that resistance. Like I'm going to wake up in the morning and I'm going to work out every day. And then if you do that, it's like you build trust in yourself. And, and the more um, you do that, it's like the less resistance you find and and then the the greater the task or the job or the the creation let's just say creation right because everything is creation a conversation is creation of course writing a song is a creation but like you're creating with every breath and and there are there is resistance with everything um but building the trust with yourself I think is is so important, especially in those those little things. It's kind of like your idea of God or the universe or whatever name you you choose to call it it's like a, in a, in some ways maybe uh, the way we think about that source God is reflected in the way we think about ourselves so if, like you know I know people who are like uh god is like terrible or the universe is terrible and everything is bad and and unjust and you're like well yeah but you're like lying to people and you're doing this and so it's like you're the reflection of that and it it might not always be the case um but there's evidence of that like the way you view the world around you is a reflection of your inner world um and i really i really believe that to be true and even if you look at like (laughs) I'm definitely not one to be talking about quantum physics cause I don't know, much. <laughs> but in the quantum and the quantum field, it's like, there's one consciousness and we're all linked. And it's like, now that's like a science, um, and you're like, well, what? Are the implications of that are nuts. Like you said, like when someone you're thinking about someone and they text you, but that happens to everyone all the time. And then we're like, oh, a coincidence, coincidence. But it's like, when are we going to start to think like this is not yep. a coincidence?
0: Yep, yep. And it's funny because you actually tweeted that. I actually wrote it down. Um, we are constantly creating with every breath, um, every you know, every word, action. And it's funny because factually, you know, that's true. I mean, literally, you know, your breath changes the atmosphere for everyone yeah that's just a fact let alone you know your account you know our encounters our attractions alter the fabrics of their lives as well as your life um you know it's like um your thoughts are as active as your cells and it's important and it maintains your physical being and it's funny because when you say about you know i struggle with this whole notion of i used to sorry with food you know i came to la I, came, I became vegan all that type of stuff and i became ill you know i got severe headaches i got all that type of stuff because it was me procrastinating on the food i can't eat that because of this and then when i'm eating the the vegan stuff and the stuff i would make it wouldn't satisfy my soul it wouldn't satisfy me as a person which would make me feel ill so it's not necessarily about what i'm consuming it's my frame of mind while i'm consuming it another example you know my wife and i had a couple of drinks this weekend and we ordered some takeout and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking enjoy this takeout. I my my body needs it. I'm craving. It. And after I ate, I was like, yes, that's great, because I'm aware of what I'm putting into my body. I thanked what I was eating. I was like, thank you for this. And I felt sh- and I woke up not bloated, none of that type of stuff. Everything felt great. And I realized how much procrastination we do over even the simplest things like food.
1: Yes, and 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 allowing yourself to enjoy things too is so important. Like if you get so rigid in it you're you're you you may suffer like you're talking about
0: absolutely so um i want to do a little bit of music things like on, on how do you feel about comparisons because i'm sure you get it a ton are you like who or depends
1: on on
0: on the comparison uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> what because, are we comparing uh, apples and oranges
0: it's funny because the reason why i say it's because uh I, I usually do a section on on comparisons and uniqueness so for example Someone's it. always comparing themselves to something else uh-huh. when factually, you know, there is only one of you or me in the whole entire universe. So We are the most unique beings that exist as is every single one and every single plant, every single animal, every, everyone is different. Um, and that's the message I want to put across this whole uniqueness thing. Cause people don't value themselves or don't see themselves. And this is the whole point of in my fields is, you know, you are value you know this you know victor frankl man search for meaning everyone's searching for a meaning whether it's you know if i have that hit or if i have this money in the bank or if i have this or i have that strip that all back the meaning is you
1: yes i mean that's it man the meaning is you and 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 the comparison thing is is so uh deceptive, because, like you said, there is only one of you and 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 I think I fell into this for a lot of years, especially early on being an artist and and even not that, you know, and a few years ago, just a few years ago, like um, comparing myself to especially others around me it was like there's the one point where I was i I felt like all of my closest friends were like so successful and they have these things that I always wanted. And it's like, why, why am I not that? Why am I not there? Um, It's like, I'm getting older. And you know, you have to make it when you're like 18 or else you're, you're, (laughs) you're uh, cast out of the industry or whatever these things are. And, and kind of stepping back and being like, wait a minute, what's the truth behind this and 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 the truth is that one there is no comparisons and then what i started to see in myself was your story is so awesome dude and and the fact that it took you this this long and and you had to figure all these things out and unravel these parts of your psyche it's like it's beautiful i have i know i have a beautiful story to tell and through music um can tell that story um but it's it it does i feel like for everybody have to start with losing the comparison of yourself to others because so many times like oh i want to make a song like artist of the moment you know throughout years or "Oh, oh i want my voice to sound like this or i want you know whatever and and it just puts you into a hole where again that bullshit meter comes back out when people hear it and they go, mm, I think they're trying to be like this and it's not going to work because you're you. But if you do you, whether it's music or not, like a conversation is even the same way. And I'm maybe even more profound than just a conversation or simple social interactions where like, if you're being you in that interaction, people will gravitate towards you. Like you become a, uh, I always said like, you become a son where you have this gravitational pull around you and people go like, Oh, like I can be free because this person's free and they're smiling or whatever your expression is. Like some people are just naturally like serious and so cool and whatever. I mean, people are drawn to that, but like, you know, for so long, I tried to be, uh, cool I think the cool I feel like cool has been the death of so many artists and the death of so many people not physical death but just like it's this wall in the shell it's like I'm not cool at all like I I, but in doing that that makes someone cool when they know that they're not cool and 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 I think that's that's the beautiful thing like what is cool I guess I would say warm is (laughs) that I would like to use
0: It's funny because I, you know, when you step back from everything, you can kind of visualize everyone, um, on a neutral plateau. Um, and you, you kind of see, you know, from people's Instagrams or or whatever's going on, you know, everyone's out there chasing greatness. I'm out here chasing ordinary. Hmm. I'm chasing the path of least resistance. I am no longer in a rush, but you're right. As you know, this whole artist notion, you know, you have to be a young artist, you know, no one wants to sign someone who's over the age of so-and-so. And I'm like, but there are artists, very successful artists who are a lot older and who I've had been doing it for many, many years. And they have a way of doing it because of the expectation that they, what they expect is in their universe. Um, I want to dive in a little bit on, cause I feel like I can go there with you, like f- thoughts on life after death.
1: Oh, let's go, baby. <laughs> um,
0: Firstly, what I mean, what, what what I mean, you know, our beliefs, our expectations, our thoughts, feelings, emotions, you know, create everything in life as well as in death. Yes. Whether that is the way you die or the attraction to death or the attraction to the ill health or the attraction to any of that. If you truly believe in manifestation and magic, you have to believe in all aspects of it. The good, the bad, the ugly, you as a person, the things you want, the things you don't want, all that type of stuff. Um, so yeah, I I would love to know what what your beliefs and just tap into a little bit of that.
1: Well, I, I do believe that, you know, we are never born and, and never die. You know, we, we take on a, a a physical body for this experience, um, and we learn a bunch and then keep going. And, and and I, I also believe that like everything is, is is in your mind meaning like the whole universe but it's in all of our minds collectively um (laughs) such a big question to unpack
0: it's it's, it's a big one i mean even for me uh you know i'm pretty practical in terms of spiritual you know i'm not going to be meditating on top of you know a mountain with eagles flying around or any of that type of stuff
1: oh i might do that
0: you know, literally me too, actually, um, I've started doing this 21 day meditation. I, I never, to be honest, I started meditating to get t- to help my mind quiet to, to, and now my mind is eerily quiet. I'm like, this is great. Um, so I, my wife and I started this 21 day meditation ch- challenge with Deepak Chopra. Mm-hmm. It's called the, the medit- 21 day meditation of abundance. And I mean, I live in abundance anyway, because there's enough of everything for everywhere. And abundance doesn't necessarily mean just money. It's health, it's food, it's water, it's everything you can imagine. There's there's plenty of it. Um, and it's funny because now when I'm, uh, I didn't, I haven't meditated for about a year previously to this because I actually like where I'm at. I don't want to alter any of that yet. I'm still learning about myself. I'm diving into myself. Um, and I didn't want to go too far into myself because i want to explore where i'm at right now and then once i've had my fill then i'll start opening up the gates again but i feel like now i'm opening up the gates of my inner self um so i started doing it and i'm on day six and it's like it's it's little tasks of like writing down the things you want um and now i've started writing down the things i because i never used to because we as humans have about a million different focuses there's a million things i want so now what I've started doing, for example, my company, I focus on the company name and all the little focuses of that all feed into that. So I know that that's my one focus and the meditation has been amazing. I'm like, you know, there's 15 minutes and then I usually, when the baby, when our baby goes down at two o'clock, we have like a, a good 55 minutes to, to f- figure out our whole lives. Um, and in that time we, we can fit in the meditation of 20, 30 minutes. And, you know, you listen to Deepak, you do the meditations, and then I'm gone. I'm not asleep. I am, like, in between that state of sleep and awareness, but I cannot describe to you where I'm at. Um, and I feel like, you know, that, which leads to my next point, as well as the life after death, is the dream state. Dream state, for me, prepares you for death. You know, it's like why we can't remember dreams or, f- or fully remember dreams is because our waking consciousness, our brain cannot handle that. Yes. Our mind can, which is why we're when we're asleep, you know, you, you jump and then you're like, whoa, you jump super high. You come back down or you're flying or doing some shit. You can't really remember the inner details of, but, you know, as a period of time, it's because wakingness, you, you, could, you your brain will explode if you could remember all that. So for me, the dream state prepares you for death. And that's kind of what it's going to be like, you know. So I, and I've read so many stories um, of, you know, near-death experiences and people who come back, they feel untold love. And, you know, all the, the whole strip is gone. I can see, but I have no eyes. I can hear, but I have no 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 ears. You know, I can speak, but I have no mouth. It's, and every single one is tailor-made to them. No one is the same. They all have the same car- characteristics because you know of beliefs are pretty set amongst society but you i mean you have i read one story of a guy who was conflicted um he he, he was he was raised um a jewish but then started falling in love with the kind of um, islamic text so he was conflicted between the two religions so when he passed over and came back he saw judge he saw something that resonated with both and when he came back, he was like, whoa, they're all, they're kind of all similar. Yes. They all touch upon the same thing. So, you know, some people who believe, who are Catholics, they go and come back. They're like, oh, Christ spoke to me. It was a light or, you know, other things. So it, it is your belief in, it's also the attraction to death. That is you anyway, if you believe in manifestation, but also when you die, it's also your the belief that you take into that afterlife.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's. It's like touching on okay you have your conscious and your subconscious mind and it's like the the realm of this of the subconscious when you go to sleep um, or in a, or in a really deep meditation it's like it begins to communicate with you uh, it's like the language of emotions and feelings because you can see things but you're not seeing with your eyes you can hear things but you're not seeing with your ears and you can taste things but like you're not there and, and I think that's so beautiful about um sort of the work of like balancing it's balancing all things right it's balancing your your subconscious lower mind with your conscious mind balancing your masculine um you could say masculine would be the positive meaning like positive charge like a battery and the feminine would be negative receptive charge like a battery and it's balancing those two elements it doesn't matter if you're male or female in this in physical body in this density it's like we all have both in us and then balancing the both is so important and be, because like you know in your your subconscious mind births everything so whatever you believe in your conscious mind and you set out and you think in your you know your existence here is great, but then what you truly believe within that subconsciously is what becomes birth and then shows up in your actual physical reality every single day. So it's like before you go to sleep, every night or before you go into a meditation make sure that you really feel the feeling of what you want to experience in the life you want to have and, and the emotions because the feeling is, is what gives birth is what allows the subconscious mind to give birth because everything is is mine so when you're saying it's like well, when you die you go back into your mind essentially or the mind you know which is all our mind but it's also tailored to your individuation of of you know we're also a spirit an individuated spirit right now and then as we progress you know through different densities and levels we get back to oneness eventually everyone eventually we all come back together as 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 one and we see it all and we see oh wow this was all this beautiful play this beautiful drama um but i do think it's it's so important to um to balance both the energies the masculine and feminine the positive and negative the conscious and the subconscious because that allows you to truly create your reality
0: yeah do you so i mean that's why you know the whole reincarnation is real you know all that type of stuff my question for you is would you come back
1: i think i think so um <laughs> I don't necessarily believe in reincarnation as it's traditionally understood, though. Yeah. Um, meaning like you take on a physical, another physical body. I, I, I think that maybe that can happen, but I, 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 I'm sort of under the thought right now, and it's like I don't know. You know, we're all just talking about this, but that you move on and then your spirit can come back and and help others. You know, like the bodhisattva idea. Um, or progress through the other spiritual planes, but my 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 feeling at the moment is like you you come into this physical body on Earth with a specific um lesson, and you get your soul here, and then the soul keeps progressing. But it's like, well, we've already been through the Earth school, so now we get, there's other schools, there's other densities. Um, maybe it's on a different planet. Maybe you know, I don't,
0: I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But that, that's the beauty of it. We don't know.
1: We don't know. Yeah. I, I used
0: to fear the unknown and it used to scare the shit out of me and all that time. Now I'm like, this is great. I don't know shit.
1: Yes. I don't know anything. <laughs> I have to start almost every day with that. I say, I come out of the darkness and into the light. I come with nothing. I empty myself of all things. Uh, and then I say, I know nothing. I have nothing. I am no thing. And therefore, I'm able to receive all things from the universe and flow them in service to the light. I start out most of my days, like right when I open my eyes. Fuck yes. Saying that. I love that. Because like, I am no thing. And we put these so many labels on everything. We want to say that this is that, and this is that, and that's a fork, and that's a frog, and that's, you know, it's like,
0: yeah. And, it, and we um, that to the human psyche too so you know you believe you're something your beliefs you know culture doesn't make people people make culture and mm-hmm. i think that's the distinction that people aren't aren't forgetting so if you feel a certain way or a certain stereotype which is given to you by someone else you're gonna live your life as that stereotype
1: mm-hmm.
0: instead of you know um which brings me on to my next point actually you know i the multiverse, because I feel like I can go there with you. Um, you know, we at the soul or entity, you know, is in a constant growth pattern. It's always learning. It's always information, Or whether it's us or whoever. If you wasn't doing music, what would you be doing? And the reason why I ask is because if you've put enough energy into something else, whether it's, you know, like you said, you wanted to be an actor. There's probably another multidimensional you out there who who is doing that um or doing you know or any of those type of things um and there's a there's plenty of energy that i've put into the universe of other things so there's another you potentially doing that in the multiverse i I mean i'd love to dive in on that with you
1: i think there's there's like millions of each of us in millions of multiverses doing different things for me uh, acting would have been one of them definitely maybe dancing uh, you know what I really wanted want, wanted to do when I was um, uh, in middle school is I used to want to be an Egyptologist, so badly I loved ancient Egypt and I would read books all the time and study them and and I built this clay model of like the Sphinx, like accurate, like it was so good and um I loved Egypt and like I would watch any movie about Egypt. I love the Mummy movies when those yes. came out too.
0: What about uh, aliens aliens a- ancient aliens you never seen the tv show oh,
1: you know what ancient aliens like that that series was sort of what started me out on the spiritual path in some really strange way uh, <laughs> me well, too. Not really yeah. in a spiritual path like it, it, it opened my eyes up to you know growing up traditionally christian and i always felt like even when i was like a kid and going to church i was like i know god's real i know this is real and i would i was obsessed with like genesis and revelation and i would read them i was as a little kid like it's kind of weird um but i was like there's something in here and i wanted to code it and i remember like just weird things with my teachers where um I'd be like, I, I, what if this meant this? And what if this actually meant this? And they'd be like, you're crazy. Like, this is just, you know, whatever. Or looking at these maps of like uh, the world. And I was like, I think like at one time, I was like probably eight. I think at one time the, all the all the continents were together and maybe there was like a super continent. Uh, and my teacher was like, no, God created the earth in seven earth days and that couldn't have happened. I was like, wait, what? How does that disprove God? Or, you know, whatever. But anyway, so I was always kind of like, i felt a connection with god or the universe and and really deeply but then getting older it was like all right well but there seems to be a disconnect in like a lot of the the christian um people of of where, at least in the place that I grew up, it was like some of the most broken people that I had encountered. And that's not to say anything about that faith. And, and I truly believe that there are infinite paths and religions to get you to the same place. Like religion means to relink, religio, relink with God. And there's so many ways to do that. But when ancient aliens came along, like the first season, I was like, oh my gosh, there's something here. And I got so into it, like where I just like binge watch all the time. And I, I remember being on on tour, it was like 2016 at the time, I've been watching it for some time. And I was just on the tour bus, like watching Ancient Aliens. I got all my friends to watch it. And then like all the, my band and, and everything, we were just watching Ancient Aliens. And it was like, there's so much in here. But then I also felt like, well, there's some things that just like don't resonate. Like, yeah, maybe, but like, what's really the truth behind all this? What's deeper? Because the answer can't just be aliens for everything. You know, like what is my responsibility as a human? (laughs) You know, you can't just put it all externally. So I got in contact with, um, I got Gaia because of that and started watching all these other shows on ancient civilizations and things. And then uh, it led me to um, this show called Mystery Teachings, which is this quantum physicist, Dr. Teresa Bullard, who is so amazing and she bridged like the science and quantum physics with ancient teachings and spirituality and there are aliens in there too but like it was less focused on just conspiracy theory because that's a wormhole that can be i feel like destructive where yeah there are some conspiracy things that are true and 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 but like it can also lead sort of like the reflection against and, and perpetuate the thing that we're trying to fight against, you know? And so this, the, the Dr. Teresa Bullard, I, I sent her an email after watching her show. Cause I was so like blown away by, wow, there's so much science behind this. And cause she was on the path. She was just a quantum physicist. And then she's like, well, if I take these things to their logical conclusion, it's talking about these old mysteries and this is how they bridge. And, um, so through that, like she became my guide, uh, in a mystery school, and so I've been doing that the last few years, and it's it's been really cool. But ancient aliens shout out, like yeah. started the whole thing.
0: It's it's funny that you said about you know conspiracies um, because I I used to be so into them so, to a point where it became an obsession. You're like, no, they're they're trying they're out to get us, all that type of they shit.
1: Get us, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And then I'm like, now I'm like, well, we manifest our whole lives yeah. from the inners to the outs to the everything. Everything in your life is you. You are the master and commander of your ship. Um, So it doesn't matter if there's a conspiracy theory or any other type of stuff, because it's not going to affect you because that's not your manifestation. And I was like, that has no power over me. And I was like, oh, now, you know, everyone's like, oh, you know, the vaccine or this or this. I'm like, if you believe or if you know, as you take it, it's like, you know, polio. There's no more polio anymore because the vaccination came around. Whether or not the vaccination works or not is two different things. It's the belief system of individuals who take it, who know that they are protected from it. And, ah. and th- that's the whole, that's how the universe works. Um, and it's funny, that the, the ancient aliens thing is, um, you know, when you'd see a story and you'd be like, ancient astronaut theorists would say this. And you're like, I oh, wonder who the they fuck are. they are. Yeah. Who the fuck are they? Like, wh- where did you come from? I yeah. want to know. I want to have a conversation with you. But they-
1: the background
0: the thing about that i know some of them are far-fetched but the the point is they open your mind to questions and you know religion for me for example when you were you're reading the bible and stuff and you're asking questions they stop those questions so religion can stop you asking uh, asking questions whereas we should always be asking asking questions who are we where we come from this 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 and it's funny because i haven't really read any religious texts um you know jesus was a literate didn't write anything um buddha didn't write anything you know mohammed didn't write anything um these are all written by people after the fact um and for me I, I i've yet to come across a religion apart from you know i had damien Eccles on he was on um death row for 20 years for a crime he didn't he didn't commit and he um you know he he, he follows the religion of of a female god And I remember during trial and, and, you know, they couldn't understand, you know, it was back in the day. It was Arkansas. They couldn't understand who this guy was. And he was just weird because he believed in a female God. And he said, well, we're all children. We're all children of God. But men can't have have kids. Men, Men can't give birth to kids. So it has to be a woman. And I was like, holy shit. That's great. Isn't that great? And this was this is during his death row trial.
1: Wow. And the fact that he was like, I'm going to tell the truth. I'm on I'm on death row. I'm going to tell the truth because this is what I believe. Yeah, that's huge. And yeah. that doesn't mean everyone has to believe that. No. But- yeah.
0: But- and he said, you know, this didn't happen to me. It happened for me.
1: Oof. Yes. And I'm
0: like, what whoa, perspective? Yes. You know, we can all get self self-depressed and self emotive and i i was so so depressed and anxious and all that type of stuff and i was like enough enough now this is you you're doing it and i understand your situation could be shit which mine was all these other things that you you know resonate and you're it's just the blame factor but i was like enough and i turned the needle and i said i'm not doing that shit no more yeah you know um you know what i love as well you tweet something about um that you watched soul the film the disney film
1: oh my gosh
0: documentary you, you said good documentary and i was like this is why you're the shit because it, it is it literally is it's, it's, it's a great film it, too
1: it's like even some of the same names it's like nothing it's just hit like hidden in plain sight like yo check this out this is kind of the way it works
0: <laughs> and, and for me it was too short
1: yeah i was too short. there's a few movies like that like soul's one of them the Matrix is one of them to me. I'm a good oh documentary. Yes. You no, know, it's another one that I don't think people talk about enough. And I rewatched it uh, maybe a month or so ago. Pinocchio, dude. Pinocchio is a documentary. It's yeah. like it might even be deeper than like The Matrix and Soul because it goes like there's so much symbolism in every single scene. They're like they're diving in, man, on Pinocchio.
0: I, I'd never thought of it like that. That's actually super true. It's funny. Even the matrix res- became such a big film because it resonates with everyone's subconscious. Um, the difference is, you know, when you unplug is when you become aware. Yes. I don't necessarily feel, you know, when you you're in this, like in the matrix, you're in the physical form and then you unplug. And in this like this whole negative world that is just out to fucking kill you. I think it's society that you need to unplug from and really dive into you as a person. Um, but it's funny. I mean, I never heard that interpretation of Pinocchio and it's so true. I want to be a real boy. He wants to he wants to become real and wants to become himself. He oh, makes these wishes that come true because he believes them and he knows them for a fact. He goes on this huge magical journey. Um, it's like the alchemist.
1: It it is so much like the alchemist. Yeah. It is, it's the it's the hero's journey.
0: Yeah, the hero's journey. Um, and I think it's it's important for all of us to listen to our inner senses. I mean, I tell you a story, which I think you'll like this. Um, A boy was constantly scratching his head. His father looked at him one day and said, son, why are you always scratching your head? And the boy said, well, it's because I guess I'm the only one who knows it itches. I love that. Inner senses.
1: I love that.
0: Roy, I mean, I I won't keep you too much longer, but honestly, this has been fucking amazing. Man. You are the shit. Um, Talk to you yes sir um i wish you nothing but amazing things i actually wish you everything you want
1: likewise my friend